You're listening to the Common Ground Football Podcast. This is episode number 12. We all have priorities. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. Howdy. Hey, y'all. What's happening? It's Monday again. Oh. You know what that means. Well, it's probably Tuesday when you're listening to this. Well, we're recording Monday, so... Right. Never mind. And then it's Tuesday. I apologize. Whatever day it is, this is the Common Ground Football Podcast. It was kind of it was kind of like when we were recording the, the video promo for the Star Wars episode. I said, get off Facebook and go listen to tomorrow's episode. I noticed that. Like, and we were like, wait. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Get off, episode, get off of Facebook right now. <laughs> right this second. Go listen to it, even though it's not out yet. Go listen to it. My bad. Whoops. But thank you all for listening to that episode. We got some good feedback, and we might do another one. Yeah, thanks for allowing us to take that detour and and talk about something that we're both very passionate about. And obviously, we talked about it for an hour and 20 minutes. That's the edited version. Yeah, it could have gone on for another uh, hour and (laughs) And, 20 minutes. And we forgot a bunch of stuff. So maybe we'll have to do like a follow-up or something. Maybe. Who knows? Is the theme still stuck in your head right now? Yes, it is. Honestly, I hum that all day and i'm pretty sure walking around albertson's this morning i i heard somebody humming it i'm pretty sure that's why i made it that way it's awesome um so yeah common ground football podcast uh home of a seahawks fan me brian home of a cowboys fan me andrew ah and uh we're both giant star wars nerds as we've covered who's producer today so there's some common ground there is some common ground that's really Uh, strange producer today is barry (laughs) (laughs) hey barry hey barry Again, they don't like to talk, but we like to think we're big time. So. But Barry did make some notations on your memo there, so he did a bunch of them, Thanks, and I don't understand them. Barry, maybe work on your handwriting. Chicken scratch. It's really tiny. Um. All right. Well, um. Episode number twelve. We continue to move on down the road in a little bit. Uh, oh wait, no, never mind. I see that at the end. Oh yeah, don't you worry. My bad. He doesn't read notes before. We'll get there. So listen just, to the end of the episode to hear what I was about to say. Exactly. That's a tease. <laughs> it's a big tease. Wow. So in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about how rough the offseason is already. Trying to come up with content to talk about, but we got to keep releasing every week. So we'll talk about that almost right after this. And then uh, what else we got? We got uh, franchise tags. We'll talk about that. Of Franch- course. Franchise tag. Yeah. Of course, Cowboys news, Seahawks news, whatever we can dig up. Um, and then we found, or I found a, uh, a uh, my favorite word, an interesting article on ESPN. Um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. That uh, we'll go through. And because I don't know if all of you read ESPN. Uh, what do you? What's I your, don't. What's I'm, your, just, I'm just throwing that out there. I don't. What's the drink of choice for this episode before we get started? Uh, we had some Ridgetop Red Ale by Silver City Breweries. I believe that's Bremerton, Washington. That's good. That's yummy stuff. Um, I, of course, am, am venturing into the Scotch world, so I got my Grange Stone. Scotty Scotch Scotch. <laughs> scotch Scotch Scotch. Uh, yeah, single st- single malt Scotch whiskey. It's uh, say that three t- three times fast. <laughs> th- three what fast? I couldn't even say that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, three what now? Um, all right, so what? we'll just jump right into it. The off season sucks. It does. This is uh, especially now that we're doing a podcast. And usually the off season is long and just drawn out, but now it's even worse because we don't have a whole lot to talk about. 
it was funny today. I was looking at the calendar and I'm trying to plan out the future and put our stuff in there and like, okay, well this week we'll talk about this and this week we'll talk about that. And the draft's coming up, better talk about that. And <laughs> I, I'm going through the calendar and I'm like, all right, cool. I've got through March. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, there's four weeks in April. Crap. Okay. May. Crap. <laughs> and but, it, but at least when we get there, you'll start having some rookie mini camps and, and all that good stuff. So at least we'll have something to talk about. The, the nice thing about the NFL is there's always something going on that's out there that we can talk about. And um, what we need from all of our wonderful listeners, because we love all of you, ideas. We're going to take a lot of the time for you to kind of get to know us better, hopefully. So by the time next regular season rolls around, we're in perfect form. Tip top. Yeah. But I'm, you know, so I'm a nice guy. Are you a nice guy? No. Oh, okay. Well, still send us any ideas, just anything you want to hear us talk about, you know, and we'll mark it down and it'll help keep this program rolling. Yeah. Just looking for topics that, uh, that are NFL related that you would like us to, you know, think about and put our little spin on. And so throw those on any of the social media channels or uh, website or anywhere or smoke signals. I don't care. Just send them. Um, all right. So franchise tag franchise tomorrow. Tag. Well, when they're listening to this, it'll be today. Right. So here we are again. I don't even know what day it is. We're going back to the future. Ah, that's a great movie. Um, it is. So new franchise. Tag. Yeah. So, okay. Let's, let's, let's start big picture NFL. Who's, who's going to be picture. the, who's going to be the big one that gets franchise tag? No idea. No idea. No. You have an idea. Well, it's not going to be Kirk cousins. Well, no, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really seen a bunch of names. I haven't looked. I, I I tend to focus on my team, uh, the Seahawks, well, and let's talk and about then your team and then actually it's crazy now. I it 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 I focus on your team and it's disgusting. How does it feel? I hate it. <laughs> but like I I retweeted something today. I but I couldn't help it. I'm like, hey, this has to do with the show. I gotta I gotta put it out there. I felt dirty afterwards. I washed my hands. <laughs> I have uh, hand sanitizer in my truck. For those times where I have to tweet something about the Cowboys. Uh, you want to start with my team or you want to go with you? Let's start with Seattle. So the Seahawks haven't actually done a franchise tag since 2010. Really? It's crazy. Uh, that was for Olindo Mare, a kicker of all people. A franchise tag, a <laughs> kicker. It's kind of who they need this year, though, but anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Walsh will not be back. No. No. They will not be franchise tagging Blair Walsh. No, um, but one of the big names that was a amazing performer on defense last year was Sheldon Richardson, and from the Jets, right? Yeah. So they are. Um, it's come out that there's a strong possibility that they might actually use their franchise tag on Sheldon Richardson. I'm not quite sure how I feel about that move, but at the same time, I'd really love him to stay on the team. And if he hits free agency and they want to keep him, they're going to have to pay him some good money. Yep. So I guess if, if tagging is the way to keep him, um, I was looking at the numbers earlier. Franchise tag would be about $14 million. Good God. <laughs> For one year. Yeah. Yeah. How old is he? Is he an older player? Wow. He is an older player, isn't he? I don't know. I should know that, but I don't. Well, like I mean, that kind of plays into okay. You, you get a franchise franchise tag a player and retain him for the one year, or are you going to actually sit down and work for a long term deal? But I wasn't sure how old he is. 
I know that uh, Schneider likes to work those long terms. That's actually one of the reasons why he doesn't uh, he hasn't done any franchise taking in his time here. Um, he'd rather get the deal. So yeah, well, in Seattle, I mean, they they are they have a bright front office. They do well. They do, and they have this going into next season is a very win now mentality, um, both for Schneider and Carroll. So we're both wrong. He's young. He's twenty seven. So yeah, well, we're both idiots. Wow. I swear to God, I know my team. I swear. I just, you know, yeah. I'd be okay with the move. I guess I, 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 I just want to keep him. So if, 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 if he tells the Seahawks he's their long term deal isn't necessarily what he's looking for. Maybe he's looking for more money, and they don't want to give that to him long term, not knowing what twenty nineteen brings yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe they do franchise tag him and say, "All right, fine, we'll pay you. You know, you're going to get fourteen million." see what we can do see if we can you know what next season brings because we still don't know and i'll talk about it a little bit more later in the seahawks news still don't know what this roster is going to look like next season yeah um so getting a player like him cemented in place would certainly put a little bit of ease to some of our minds on the defensive side of the ball yeah, so you're still unsure about oh you know, so Averill many players chancellor yeah. sherman bennett like we just don't know um what's going to happen so that would be nice to have someone who god he just he was awesome so i i'd say bring him back um on the uh down in dallas down there down in texas down in texas what's going on down there in the the, franchise tag world do you guys do that often so the last time they did that was 2015 and that was for des ah and actually before that uh 2012 2013 i want to say that was anthony spencer you know, decent pass rusher, second round pick out of uh, LSU, and then <laughs> here's a here's a common ground. So Ken Hamlin, Ooh. oh, 2008, finding all sorts of things. <laughs> but, These teams are actually related. Like they're if they were like real people, well, they are. But I mean, like <laughs> they'd be cousins. So that's where we're at right now. So you had Dez in 2015. Um, so nobody the past couple years, but I I do think they will or. If they can't come to an agreement, they will tag Demarcus Lawrence. He's the big free agent this year, right? Um, the plan is to you know hopefully have something done by what was the end of it uh, June, so when they have to have something signed, yeah. So he's the big one, but the other one on the flip, I mean, I don't see them franchise tagging him, but the the big deal that they need to get done is Zach Martin, you know, right guard. Yep. But. Um, well, like I, when it comes to Dallas and free agency and anything like that, who knows? Maybe this is the year it blows up and Jerry goes nuts and does a bunch of free agent signings. Uh, I it wouldn't say happen. a bunch, but maybe a splash name who is currently on Seattle's roster. As we roll closer to the middle of March when the new league year kicks off, uh, we're going to spend a bunch of time on free agency, both the week before and or the week of and the week after. Because my bold prediction will be that Dallas is going to go crazy. <laughs> that is a bold prediction. Sign they, a they bunch of people. They do not do that. No, they don't. And it's funny because it's actually getting talked about this year. The Dallas does not do anything in free agency. The Seahawks, they'll, they'll, the Seahawks do. They just tend to um, not sign the players that everyone would hope they would sign mm-hmm. and instead go after little lesser-known names or sign some stupid kicker that sucks. <laughs> Uh, they do that. 
Didn't work out too well. No. 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 And, you, and I'm not bitter. I swear. <laughs> no bitterness. It's almost as bitter as that scotch. That scotch is delicious. Um, you know, what Dallas will usually do, if they do anything, is you know, you, the first day a free agency opens and people are signing, things are going crazy, Dallas usually will wait the week and then, you know, kind of, you know, they're NFL players, but still kind of pick up the, bottom, the scraps, scrape bottom of the barrel to see who they can get. And, That's how you make a really good sauce. You add the booze, <laughs> scrape the pan, <laughs> mix it all together. Yummy. What do you got? <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Uh, made up with a bunch of brown bits and scraps from the bottom. That's pretty good sauce, though. <laughs> it's an acquired taste. <laughs> I have not acquired it yet. <laughs> All right. From that right into, is there anything else going on in Cowboys Nation this week? This week. As in far f- as official team news, not really a whole lot. It not have to be official. You can speculate it all you want. No, no speculation. <laughs> really isn't a whole lot going on. I guess you could only, the only thing you can really mention is Charles Haley flapping his gums, which I, I'm not even going to get into. It's not worth not worth getting into that at all. It's much like when Bryce Butler was talking earlier. Just yeah, It was something that people grabbed onto and ran with it. So really not a whole lot of, a whole lot of news from Cowboys Nation. Yeah, they're just this time of year, is, is, uh, it's hard to find news that is specific to our teams. Yeah. The only, I mean, with both teams, really the only thing going on is just draft preparation, free agency, maybe that kind of thing. But, you know, draft we'll get into just, a, you know, a couple episodes down the road, but it's, it's tough. Really a whole lot. It's tough. That's what makes, we want to make sure that we always focus on the Cowboys and the Seahawks being that's what this podcast is mainly about, but it's also luckily about NFL football in general and so or star wars or <laughs> or star wars um seahawks about the same <laughs> not much going on we we two are just sitting around barry really is not doing well he did not scrape up some good stories no uh i don't blame him though barry you're trying i mean there's not a lot out there you got we're just waiting on i mean figuring out what's going on with these players future because the roster like i said earlier is so up in the air we don't we've already had all the turnover on the coaching staff so now it's going to be roster so cam already got his um 2018 salary guaranteed so he's whether he decides to play or not or he I guess he wants to play again they got to get cleared both him and averill same thing got to get cleared to play and nobody knows and is that because he was still signed to the roster at such and such date that he was guaranteed yeah. his salary yeah so i would assume in all honesty the way that john schneider operates and pete carroll operates um that they're not just going to cut cam i think that even if he is medically unable to play uh he's i mean his salary is already guaranteed now so they might even keep him on the roster just for um you put him physically unable to perform put him Uh on that list and and you leave him on the roster for even the next season because he just signed that deal (laughs) Like last year, like he just signed it, and and this freak, freak injury happens to both him and Averill. Just such a weird season. So, um, Sherman, no, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say Sherman came out, and he's acting as his own agent. He expects to be back with the Seahawks next year. Of course, there's tons of speculation that um, he would be good trade bait. That he was good trade bait. You know, well, wasn't good enough because nobody bid on it. But uh, or if they did, no one said anything. But last season, you know, he came out and said he wanted to be traded or that whole drama 
with his injuries coming off of surgeries now on both ankles. Um, I don't know if they'd be able to get anything for him, even if they wanted to, that would be worth trading him. Uh, if he comes back and he could perform, I guess he's a proven corner. Keep him. Um, plus he's, you know, as mouthy and loud as he is, he's loved by most of his teammates, Mm -hmm. I would think. And even when he was hurt, his presence on the sideline, you noticed it. Oh yeah. So, so since we're talking about Seattle secondary, it is, I mean, down in Dallas, it is gaining steam. Do you really, do you think Earl Thomas is going to come down to Dallas? Especially, especially now that Chris Richard's down there. That's a big, I mean, that's a big, it's the team I, I, he wants to play for, and that's the coach that not only him, but Sherman, Chancellor, um, Maxwell have all said, like, love Chris Richard. And, but they also don't have a problem with their new defensive coordinator, necessarily. <laughs> I feel like we've discussed this. doesn't matter. We're going to keep talking you about it. You can have him when he turns 38, <laughs> and uh, he's at the end of his career. Uh, I actually would not be surprised if Earl ends up in Dallas eventually. But I just can't imagine not while he's still in his prime-ish and playing at the level he's playing, I cannot imagine them not wanting him in their secondary. Because the dude is still... Yeah, he's still a beast. I, I just... Yeah, you could get a lot for him. Oh, yeah. But it might be one of those things where let him play out his contract and then make let him make the choice. Yeah. I, I because you know see. what? It's going to come down to Seattle and Dallas. Yep. And, well, a bunch of teams will probably offer him money. But that you, every, let, him, everyone, let him make the choice. And everyone knows that that's the team he wants to go yeah, to. Yeah. And the other I thing is, I mean, is he has a spot that will be available because there's, there's talks this year of maybe moving um, – Byron Jones back to cornerback full time. Mm-hmm. That leaves uh, Kayvon Frazier and Jeff Heath in the secondary. So there's a starting spot up for grabs <laughs> for Mr. Thomas. Uh, you can't have him. I mean, you can have him eventually. And the, the thing that I did think was pretty interesting was. We'll give you Cam. <laughs> <laughs> Take Cam. <laughs> um, the thing that was pretty interesting was the article that came out that um, had Sherman kind of talking about, and he was fairly surprised that Seattle let Richard go, you know, after just a couple years as DC and how quickly he signed with Dallas. So to me, I'm thinking he had to have gone down there and, and the Joneses must've said, look, Marinelli is getting up there in age and could possibly either retiring, be retiring this year or, you know, next year. So you think that spot might be, I think that's kind of something that they Uh. incentivized him with because, you know, he's obviously he's taking a demotion. He's going from defensive coordinator down to uh, defensive backs coach and passing game coordinator. So there definitely could be something happening with Richard. You don't think maybe it was just a job? No, none of them like to be unemployed. No, I think he could have picked. Nobody wants to be Daryl Bevel right now. (laughs) He would have picked up a DC job somewhere else. Okay. New England. Maybe, no, no, you don't think so? No, no. I didn't say. I had said we wouldn't speculate, but we're, now we're just speculating, now we're just so. throwing out all sorts of speculation. Yeah, he's uh, hey, Atlanta Seahawks fans. Does Bevel have a job right now? Oh no, he doesn't. It's weird. 
That's so strange. It's kind of like job performance. That's so point. strange. It's like what all you interviewed for was all these head coaching jobs the last few seasons and didn't get any of them. I wonder why that is. It's so strange. I don't know. Hashtag overrated. <laughs> um, moving on. So, yeah. So, we're just waiting for roster things to happen. Bennett, don't expect him to be back. Really? No. Goodbye. Get out. You guys can have him. Don't want him? You can take him. And then, of course, Jimmy Graham. We all, everyone. I don't, I haven't heard one major media Seattle guy or national guy even say that they expect Jimmy to stay with the Seahawks. And we're talking, of course, about Jimmy Graham. He's too, too expensive, Way and, too expensive and does not fit that offense. Nope. Well, I didn't use him correctly at all. Thanks, Bevel. And, um, yeah. So, and you lost your center over that. Yeah, can you believe that? And and he's still doing great in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. That just pisses me off. Uh, again, I'm not bitter, people. I don't get bitter. I'm fine. I'm just, I got my scotch. I'm good. Yeah, we're the ones that got screwed with Ezekiel at suspension, and I don't sound as salty as you do. Uh, we can go back on the tape, and we can actually find plenty <laughs> of spots where in previous episodes you sounded just as salty <laughs> over him getting suspended. I still am, actually. Last week, you got super passionate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Oh. I really hope that somebody in the NFL uh, world hears that. We'll try and send it out to all of them. We'll try. So Barry over there found this. Barry. <laughs> Barry found this article from ESPN.com. And I don't know how many of you actually you know spend some time on ESPN and read, but I do a lot because, you know, they're having. Have you heard of ESPN? Yeah. Yeah. I heard they're big. Might even have their own channel. Something like the leader in sports. Yeah, something like that. Which, Nobody, yeah. Anyways. Uh, so they went through, and this kind of piggybacks on what we talked about last week when it came down to NFL rules. Yep. Um, the NFL's top 10 offseason priorities. And we just wanted to go through them all and kind of, you know, this gives us content and something to talk about. And they're they're all interesting. <laughs> There is no other word to use but interesting. I can't figure. If somebody out there has a better word, <laughs> please share it or I'm going to keep using it. All right. So let's go through these. So this is by Kevin Seifert. This is his top 10. Oh, not the ESPNs? Well, I mean, it's ESPN, but he works for ESPN. Okay. So uh, enhance the concussion policy. I 100% agree. It's bad. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. So concussions rose to their highest total, 281. And that's since they began releasing the data in 2012. You had a crazy season when it came to concussions. The actual steps taken during the game and whether people followed the rules or not, my team was guilty of that. Um, I don't know what they did do i mean like the, like they he says should players who pass an initial concussion test be subject to a waiting period to guard against delayed onset so hmm. you know basically you know so saying that they maybe they feel fine then but symptoms something else might crop up tomorrow and that's usually why during in practice you know players will, that are in the concussion protocol it's because after practice or any sort of you know physical activity they'll monitor them and just see it do your symptoms come back are you still dizzy do you feel sick are you you know can you remember practice 
This this number is insane. The league said it conducted more than 600 concussion tests during preseason and regular season games. That's got to be more than they've ever done. So they already have, you know, the independent neurologist. I don't know what else they do. But <laughs> I mean besides put them in Eli Manning size helmets, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know what else you possibly can do, but uh they do need to look at it. Uh, the next one he says is uh, unify the anthem experience. This is a, a well. This will be interesting in 2020 when the XFL comes out. Yeah, this is a touchy subject because we made a vow not to get political on this show, and we're still going to stick to that. However, the anthem is a big deal and was this season. And how do you feel about just keeping all the teams in the locker room during the anthem? They used to do it that way. No, I'm perfectly fine with that. Because this, of this, and and that's the funny thing is this the national anthem and having the teams on the sideline that hasn't always been the way it's been right this started in what, like 2005 2004 i'll have to look that up but it, it hasn't always been that way so but on the flip side of that you'll have a lot of people that think okay now you're just ignoring the issue right and that, that was disregarding yeah. the issue that was my concern like okay well you tell everyone to stay in the locker room now and because of what happened this last season you're just oh, well, we're not going to deal with it by just sticking them on the locker room. Right. Instead of actually dealing with the issue. But then again, that 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 divides, that stays along the lines of the division we already have, which is the people that agree about the protesting and that's that side. And then we're just, I'm just towing a fine line here and trying to keep us. Yeah. And then the people that don't and they hate it. And there's, you know, there's valid arguments to both sides. I agree. Mm-hmm. But I don't. That's an that's a touchy, touchy subject, that, and Goodell's got to make a very ugh, decision. Yeah. Uh, so, two thousand nine. That's when they. That's when they started doing it. Which you know, yeah. So, like so, I said, it's not anything that I really want to get into. Yeah. So he. So well, then we'll just move on. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go through more, but I agree. It's it's so rocky, and we're not a pol- a political show, especially and especially in the times that we live in. Right no. Now. Yeah, it's crossed over into the political world, and it's, it's yeah, we're not anything on the show. <laughs> no affiliation. Hosts. We're just Brian and Andrew and Barry. You're doing great, Barry. The next one, don't make catch rule worse. <laughs> this one, I don't know if we really want to talk about. No. We did a big segment yeah. on it last time, so... I agree with his uh, statement on the title. Don't make the catch rule worse. Yeah. Make it better. Make it better. And we talked about that last week. So we aren't even going to get into it. I still have no idea what a catch is. Uh, I, I always thought it was just when you caught the ball, but that's just me. Right, but that's really simple. It's not complicated enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one, re-standardized replay. Inconsistency in replay was one of the NFL's biggest stories last season. That is a true story. Mm-hmm. Uh, replay is great for the NFL. I agree, but it's, it needs to be used at the right times. It is like every little thing, replay, replay, and then they don't even call it right. They'll go to replay and whoever's in New York making a decision makes the wrong decision. We're all watching it on TV going, what? How did they see that out of that? Right. So they need to definitely look at that. Um, (laughs) Your owner gets mentioned next. Get the ownership house in order. 
It was only three months ago that the NFL's most powerful owner was openly pressuring his... Say that first sentence again. Ugh. It was only three months ago that the NFL's most egotistical owner was openly <laughs> pressuring his partners to reject Goodell's contract extension. Did I read that right? Yeah. But who disagrees with that? The contract extension being... Yeah. Oh, nobody. I, I can't believe how much money Goodell makes for... I mean, what's he do? Nothing. He right. hands down punishments like he's the king. Right. Uh, but you do now have a league kind of... You know, it's it could be splitting on the you know on yeah. the in the ownership. Circles. And you got you got someone as powerful as as Jerry. Mm-hmm. He's a piece. We may not agree that that's America's team, but he's done a lot for the NFL. And he's, he's done, done a, lot a ton for, for the NFL, and obviously a lot for the Dallas Cowboys and what that what they mean to the NFL. So, so they need to make nice, is what we're saying. Well, because both of them aren't going anywhere. Well, his so his views, and it's kind of what we talked about last week too. But his views was. Don't we don't need to give one person all of this power? And you and I both talked about and agree with that because they don't. I mean, it's and wrong, that, and that relates to you know everything that the league does as far as um, suspensions, just everything that that shouldn't all be just one person who has that end all be all. But I'm behind you, Jerry. Whatever, Jerry. Hire a general manager, would you? It's uh, it, never mind. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm going to get into it. Here we go. He's going to get passionate again, people. We're all waiting. Keep waiting. <laughs> no, obviously, so Jerry is the owner GM, you know, all that jazz. But Steven, his son, has definitely taken a lot of um, their operation and what's going on. He may not have the title, but most Cowboy fans know he is one of the ones who's doing a lot of the work, you know, in the background. So it just hasn't been official yet. <laughs> You done? I'm done. <laughs> you feel better? Stephen Jones. You want another beer? No, I'm good. Okay. Had to ask. Uh, all Thanks, right. though. You're so polite. You know, I, hey, I want to make sure you're taken care of, buddy. 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 <laughs> Pal. Friend. Uh, all right. Co-host so, works, but that's all right. I thought we were friends. <laughs> we just got real here, people. He doesn't look at me as a friend. Smooth and lucrative transition for the Panthers. Oh, because well, we just we definitely did not do a very smooth and lucrative transition right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the Carolina Panthers are for sale. Diddy wants to buy them. Did you hear that? <laughs> I did hear that. You really want Diddy as an owner in the no. NFL? No. I don't. No. Uh, yeah, so, of course, there were allegations of workplace misconduct by owner Jerry Richardson. So it there's a transaction coming. At some point, someone's going to buy them, and we're all just kind of sitting around waiting. And I think that uh, what he's saying here is that the NFL needs to make sure that, one, it happens quickly instead of just waiting around. Mm-hmm. And, two, it goes smoothly, and there aren't a bunch of, isn't a bunch of drama and other stuff. Uh, they need to assess roots of viewer-slash-audience data. Ratings fell 9.7% in the regular season just a year after falling 8%. Um. So hmm. I did not know that the audience for the dramatic Super Bowl, uh, one played by two large market teams, was the smallest in nine years. You didn't have any presidential election to blame. Um, I know I'm tooting my horn, but I guarantee you if Dallas was playing the Super Bowl against New England, that would have been huge. Absolutely opposite of that. Huge. But anyways, if it would have been a rematch between the Seahawks and the uh, Patriots, nobody would have watched. Wow, uh, that's not true. It would have been watched. <laughs> yeah, this is something they definitely got to look at. You have, 
Well, a whole there's a whole bunch of other you know issues. You have Anthem. Yep, we talked about. You have the length of the game. Yep, commercial breaks, replays. You have the penalties. Yep. You have uh, what do you else do you have? Just well, I guess just the rules in general. I think the scheduling is a problem. And I say I say scheduling. A fan like myself, I don't want to spend three hundred dollars on Sunday ticket. Yours truly does, but yeah, I get it, and I, I get why. Um, I just can't pull the trigger on it, so I have to watch what's on. And now I have Directv, and shout out sponsorship. <laughs> um, sometimes the I don't know who makes the decision on. I know it's it has to do with market and where you're at, but say the Seahawks play a one o'clock Pacific time game. So that means that my the 10 a.m. slot between CBS and Fox, I should be able to watch and pick between two games. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you can't. Now I get that in your in once when you're in a local market that once the one o'clock time window hits, it's Seahawks or nothing because that's how it works. That's how the rules work. I get it. But let's say that Seahawks are going to be in primetime game, so they give me maybe two 10 a.m. games. I believe I should get to one o'clock games and a lot of times I don't or they'll screw me and I'll get only one choice in 10 a.m. game and if it's a really bad two teams playing yeah I turn it off yeah. where I could be choosing a rating numbers yeah. yeah watching it I don't know if I'm just a I'm just you know that's just a little thing or if that's you know across America if that's a thing that, but, that I mean that who wants to watch a game between you know well any Browns game. <laughs> well, who's who's not watching them? They might be like, oh, who knows? Browns might win this one. Not me. I'm but, not watching it. No. And for me, if if the Cowboys aren't playing yet, it's just red zone. That's all I'm watching. And then once the Cowboys game comes on, watch that game. If it's an early game or afternoon game, then you know anything before or after that is just red zone. And to me, that's a lot more fun to watch. The red zone is a great invention. It's a fantastic channel. If if you guys out there have never experienced that, um, they always do a free preview of it week one. Mm-hmm. Watch it. It's awesome and literally almost makes me make the payment. Well, you have I mean <laughs> every week or every year, and it gets out of the some of the issues that we said. You know, length of game. There's no commercials. Nope. It's just football, and it's quick. It's there's no it's just, there's always something happening. Mm-hmm. There's no waiting. And that's the other thing is the if you're watching your game, it's the the length of the freaking game. Mm-hmm. So much time, commercials, kickoff, commercial. Buy the beer, buy the Ford. Ugh. Subscribe to do this, do cable. that. Yeah. So they definitely got to look at it Get because your Doritos. That's right. Don't forget your Doritos. You have people that believe that it's dilly not a, dilly <laughs> that it's not a big deal. That the you know the ratings are taking that little dive and they expect it to be just fine. And there are other people that think that it's a really big deal. Well, and I, need to look at it. I'm sure that's millions of dollars leaving someone's pockets. Oh yeah. So well, and then but then you have like Fox just paid a crap ton of money for Thursday night football. So I don't know. To me, and being a fan of a team that's out of market, just give me the online i want to subscribe to my team and i want to watch all of their games don't care about anybody else's just give me every game that the the cowboys are playing online o- online no and that, that and that could be part of it too is you know we're kind of coming into a lot more of a generation of cord cutting 
I mean, that's real. That's the only reason why I have any sort of TV is just for the NFL season, and well, and Game of Thrones. But. Not uh, HGTV. No. 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 Nope. Watch it all on YouTube. Nope. No Property Brothers or nope. No that stuff. Nope. I don't watch that. I swear. <laughs> um, Barry, can you check that, please? Barry, yeah. Can you? Yeah. I have it for the Olympics, so every four years. Oh, okay. <laughs> every two, actually. Um, all right. So the next one, Turbocharge Global Presence. Which has been building, and I think it that has. is a good thing for the NFL and actually just for, you know, football to most of the world is still the silly sport that the Americans play. You don't want it to be, you don't want it to be like, this America, this America's like sport stay away from our sport i think it's awesome that i agree with you i mean there's a there's a big obviously jacksonville is the home home team for uh london the cowboys have a big presence in london as far as fan base goes i think i mean it's it's only good for the sport to keep branching out the games in mexico city those are always you know sellouts so see kevin seifer here points out the the gaping hole however is asia particularly china so the nfl has mused vaguely about playing a regular season game there but nothing is imminent how do you feel about uh asia like baseball Mm -hmm. does some games in japan Mm -hmm. i could see that well well the thing with baseball though is baseball is something that does take place you know in the asian a lot of population in asia yeah so but with no presence whatsoever, I think it would be hard to kind of just all of a sudden show up. Hey, we're going to play an NFL game here. Who knows? And that's a long trip. That's a really long trip. Well, but Seattle's going to London this next season. That's a long trip. Boo hoo. <laughs> you get a week to hang out there. I don't. <laughs> they do. Uh, all right. Two more. Consider a targeting rule. We talked about this as well last week for about two seconds. I agree. Still. Still? Yep. Um, yeah, again, they have to figure out how to do it. Do it. And make it work. College and NFL, some rules can translate well. Others can't. Mm-hmm. That That's one that could. Yeah. Depends on how they do it. And then the last one, which not surprisingly is brought up with the season, the offseason that or the beginning of the offseason we just had with all the coaching changes all over the place, rethinking the Rooney rule. My assumption here is that they believe that people are not using it correctly or they're just doing what they're required to do and not giving con- right. actual consideration mm-hmm. to the minority coaches. Do they need to rethink the rule? Mm-hmm. I think they should. Great in-depth. And well, and actually, <laughs> you know, like the, the example he brings up with, with the Raiders. Yeah didn't you know get gruden figured out yeah like, it was it was gruden okay yeah. well you didn't obviously you already had him in mind you didn't interview anybody else you just yep we're bringing in gruden and that's why this rule is in place is for things like that to not happen i i don't know yeah now you have the controversy in new england because mcdaniels of course decided not to go to indianapolis and everyone's assuming that, that the reason that, and i was that he came that he decided to come back was that he's being promised belichick's spot when belichick eventually leaves so then everyone's like oh well what about the rooney rule yeah if if they had won do you think he would still would i think he would have done the same thing if they would have won the super bowl yeah because it was really i mean i don't know it was just weird that next day he was supposed to go get... Oh, it's all done. It, yeah, he was supposed to get introduced to the press conference. It's really say, embarrassing. Oh, no. 
He's not showing up today. Indianapolis <laughs> had already like put it on Twitter. Like it was news. Uh huh. I think if they win, I think he absolutely. I think he probably the same thing happens. You're being if if what we're all assuming is true, and he was promised Belichick's spot, Patriots versus the Colts. You have, I mean, yeah, you have quarterback questions at both because you don't know how long Tom Brady is going to go, and no one knows if Andrew Luck is going to be able to come back and be worth a crap or any at all. No I one. Really knows. Ho- I really hope he does. I do too, but you don't know, so yeah. you have question marks on both sides. I think it probably is like, to me personally, I would have taken the Colts job. Do you really want to be the successor to what can be argued as the best coach of all time? And what he's done in New England, and then all of a sudden, all that pressure's on you. No yeah. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. Why don't you go to Indianapolis and your success? You took over for Chuck Pagano. <laughs> There's no pressure there. All you have to do is be a little bit better. <laughs> but on the flip side of that, do you want to face the person you just worked for for the past? You know, that's what happens with yeah I Belichick know, but tree though. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they it's the AFC. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Well, they got nervous because people don't know. Like, apparently, they don't have to. What they're doing is, if you name a successor, you don't have to fulfill the requirements of the Rooney Rule, I guess. But what happened in Oakland? You're right. I mean, it, yeah, it was Gruden. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there was no, and they had you know they the course were like, no, we interviewed this guy and this guy, but did you? And if you was it really for consideration yeah. of your head coach spot? And then you feel like, like to me, I think about it and I go, let's say you're the guy that's in that interview. You're sitting there and you're giving an honest interview, but in your head, you know that whole time, especially for the Raiders. Like, let's say that whoever they interviewed, yeah, you know they're going with Gruden. What? Yeah. Do you guys just sit there and have coffee and yeah. like? Thanks for the formality. Yeah, guys. that's just ridiculous. So. So those are some things that the NFL is going to have to look at. Is there anything off this list that you think they should look at? No, we talked about a bunch of rules. I think they need to um, really look at replay. We talked about that. And then just there's some rules that need an overhaul for sure. Is there anything on there that you thought they missed? Uh, Nah. 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 All right. But who knows what's going to come this year? Well, know, there's when, always something. When we're getting ready for the 2019 season, what's going to come up? We'll go through the same thing, and it'll be 10 totally different things for sure. Because that's, But like we said last week, that's kind of one of the things we like about the NFL, right? They evolve yep. and change. They don't just sit back like baseball and just twiddle your thumbs <laughs> and do nothing. I really am a baseball fan, but it's embarrassing. Uh, okay. That was fun. That's, that's really all we got well, That's this really week. all we got this week. But hey. Uh, we still ended up with a good episode, I think. Um, we hope. This week, what we're going to ask from you, all of our listeners, is, again, we, we're just trying to continue to grow our audience. Um, so we would ask, please share with your friends. Grow the show. Yeah. So right along with that, we are available on multiple social media platforms that you can share on. And the big announcement this week is Andrew, go for it. Instagram. <gasps> We're on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> He's so excited. Uh, you can find us at um, Common Ground FBP on Instagram. You'll see maybe some behind the scenes. Barry even added it to our thing. Thanks, Barry. Uh, you might see some behind the scenes. Just another place to follow us and see our pretty faces. Are we going to do more videos? Everyone, Andrew is like super talented. 
at. Oh, thanks. <laughs> he stop, may be a, stop some more. He may be a Cowboys fan, but uh, he is talented at uh, the video editing and just production in general. He's got a keen eye for uh, J.J. Abrams Sunflares. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had a lot of fun filming the video. Oh, my God. And thanks, thanks you all, for watching it. And, you know, we got a good reaction out of it, so we will do more. Now, someday we're going to be able to see outtakes. Uh, yeah because <laughs> there were a few of those so yeah so share us all over the place so share us on facebook we are facebook.com slash comic football podcast uh share retweet do whatever you can on twitter tell all your friends say hey i'm listening to this podcast i like these guys or these guys are all right or <laughs> these guys are right but still just play the episode yeah i mean just you know just get help us get more followers uh twitter we're at comic ground fbp andrew you're on the twitter box where you at andrew guzman cgp brian you're also on twitter i uh, is uh at wenatchee seattle sports fan which is w-e-n-s-e-a sports fan as always the website www.commongroundfootballpodcast.com and on facebook facebook.com forward slash Common Ground Football Podcast. I think we said that already, but that's okay. I'm saying it again. No, it's important. We need to say it one more time. www.facebook.com slash Common Ground Football Podcast. That's right. Go there. Share it. Like. Like. Comment. Listen. Whatever. We're available on Apple Podcasts. Stitcher. What else? <laughs> Tune in radio. Ah. Google Play. And on the website as well and spotify eventually where it's a process good grief um you'd be listening to jason garrett too much <laughs> why it's a process it's is that one of his lines oh yeah it's a process uh yeah but he intros into press conferences same way every time yep i like garrett i just don't like the star on his chest anyway wow <laughs> you hear that there's a you are on you are in the minority there I know. There's a lot of people that do not like him and want him out of there. That's a whole other topic for a whole other show. That's a teaser for... That's, maybe maybe, maybe we'll talk week. about that. We might. Uh, we do want to, real quick, before we close this out, we reached a milestone today. What is that what, milestone? Oh, you want me to do it? You oh, do no, it? I'll do it. You do it. Okay. Ask me. I'm excited. Ask you? <laughs> so we reached a, a, a cool milestone today, and we just want to thank everyone for it. What, what did we hit today? 500 total downloads. Whew. And we know that uh, out in the big podcast world, for all you big guys, look at us, U500, that's special. Like, that's not a lot. Um, For us, that's a huge deal. Oh, it's awesome. And 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 this is something that we love doing. So we definitely appreciate getting to 500. Didn't really think we would get to 500, but now... You didn't think we'd get there? Well, you know. You know know what I mean. (laughs) Ouch, man. Set the bar low. I... And I, be shocked. I always had the confidence that we would reach even bigger heights. So I, I, I see how you are. Okay. Wow. It's like a staircase. So we hit 500, and the next one's going to be 1,000. It's baby so steps. Tell 500 people, come listen. Let's get 1,000. Let's get 1,000. So thank you, everyone, so much. Can't, we literally, I can't thank you enough because that was really literally right before we started recording. It hit 500. Yep. And that's just awesome. So anyways, um, anything always, else? Nope. Oh. I'm out of here. Go Hawks. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys.